When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, good people. Welcome to AZ Sports Live, presented by the Cochran Firm and Boston Scientific, streaming live on YouTube and Facebook. And of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. Boom! Pushing through today, man. You're pushing through, trying to bring the energy as best I can. That was a lot. But we here, man. Uh, We're going to briefly break down this Colts defense, which is the better, way better, of the two units for the Indianapolis Colts against the Cowboys offense. Tough test today, or this Sunday, I'm sorry. Tough test, maybe maybe the toughest test since Dak has returned. We'll talk about their defense from top to bottom, how the Cowboys should attack. In the roundup, Dallas getting a few more players back to practice and maybe getting a key player back next week. We will get a, a an update from an NFL insider. I mean, he's not coming on the show, but we'll have an update from an NFL insider on one Tyron Smith. Uh, and what else we got in the roundup? Oh, yeah, something that the Cowboys need to clean up, especially against this team, the Indianapolis Colts. We talk about penalties all the time, but that is something they have to address and they have to get on it right now. And uh, Terrence Steele talked about it and Mike McCarthy brought it up as well, but What's good with y'all, Cowboys Nation? I mean, Bomb Squad. Bomb Squad! How y'all doing this morning? How are y'all doing? We got a good Thursday night football game going today, so I'll be watching that. Uh, like I said, fighting through it this morning. I don't know what was going around down here in Dallas, but so I don't know if we'll be on too, too long, but you can call into the show. Uh, we'll get a few callers in 351-999-3787. Plus, got to take Fiona to the vet, uh, get her all cleaned up and fixed up and whatnot. So we won't be as – shouldn't be any overtime today. Shouldn't be any overtime. But I'm going to give you guys a quality show as best as I can. What up, D-Block? Lamitra, Jameson, Swain, Toxic Tom. Yeah, these these Thursday night football games have been pretty bad, man. Pretty, pretty bad. But I, I like watching Buffalo, though. So it'll be, it'll be cool to watch them. Uh, Sean was goody. Captain America. How oh, does it serve? Jameson Taylor, Stephen White, Marcus Hardison, David, TC915, Iceberg Q. What up? Cole Jelly, a.k.a. CJ Richards. David was good. Miss Sheila. We got King Woods in the building. Uh, who else we got here? V.I. Cowboy. Jake the Great. What's up, Jake? Um, and of course, many more. Marcelo B, Sin City, Mark Quinn, T Dub. Y'all are active early and often, and I love it. I absolutely love it, man. Um, hope y'all Thursday is going well. Tomorrow's Friday. We'll do a a cool little feel good Friday. Excuse me, at the uh, Cochran Firm down not downtown, but about ten minutes away from where I'm at. So that'll be a fun show tomorrow. Uh, kicking it with those guys. They're good people down there, and we'll talk about them once we get to the Pulse of the Nation. 
But uh, let's hit this roundup and let's get to the meat and potatoes of this show because I got a little bit more energy talking about this Colts defense as opposed to this Colts offense. So we'll get to that here in a quick second. It is time for it's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Hey, yo. So what y'all can't see is the name that's not on there. It says Skywalker still. It says illness limited. <laughs> that's me. That's me. The damn limited. We're going to push through, though, man. Uh, speaking of illnesses, the, the illnesses seem to be creeping back into the Cowboys locker room down at the star, man. Uh, Michael Gallup and Trayvon Diggs are, they were out yesterday. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, yeah. Michael Gallup and Trayvon Diggs were out yesterday with the illness. This is like the fourth week in a row. I don't know what it is. We're not getting an exact, uh, word. Some people say, hey, it might be the vid. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is, man. Um, I'm hearing maybe a stomach a virus or bug, whatever you want to call it. But that thing just keep going around. And apparently, it's not just the Cowboys locker room. It's, it's in other locker rooms like the Colts. If you go and look at the Indianapolis Colts um, injury report, they got a player or two on there who did not practice due to illness. Interesting. Uh, who did practice? J. Ron Curse and Demarcus Lawrence were limited. Uh, Curse with the shoulder. You know, he dislocated the shoulder, went back in the game last week. And D-Law just dealing with everything. They got foot there, but it, should, it could say foot, knee, other foot, back, neck, my neck and my back, all that. He hurting, but he playing through it, and he's playing some damn good ball. So this kind of extended mini buy came at the right time, man, for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, and the big name you see there, the first name, Anthony Barr. Anthony Barr is back, and I don't know how to feel about I mean, I'm glad he's back. We need the depth. But I don't know how I feel about him getting back in the lineup. Let me ask you, Cowboys Nation, because I could be prisoner of the moment. Y'all know how I've been feeling about getting Damone Clark involved. Um, if he was going to play, I didn't think he was going to play this year. But if he's going to play, let's see him. Uh, what y'all think? Should Anthony Barr... Get his starting job back, or should the Cowboys roll with Damone Clark? I'm very curious if this is an overwhelming answer here, or if we got a few that, that are sprinkled in. To me, I mean, listen, not, not going to sugarcoat it. I think they should keep Damone Clark in there. Not only is he the future, I, I think he's the now. Has he made a bunch of splash plays just quite yet? No, not yet, but I think... McCarthy says something about Damone Clark, or maybe it was Dan Quinn who said it. He said, what I love about him is that he's, he doesn't make the same mistake twice. <clears throat> if you just removed the name on the back, removed the number, watched Damone Clark play, watch him out there interacting and pointing, and you would think, oh, man, who, who's this veteran cat that he got in there? He just feels like a veteran. And I think the more he plays, the better chance that you'll get some of these splash plays from Damone Clark. So I I wouldn't I would not sit him down in favor for Anthony Barr, man. Anthony Barr, you you, you know, you held it down. You held it down, brother. P.O.P. 
And we appreciate your services until Damone Clark got well. And you're and you're going to be needed. You can get in there on pass rush situations, you know, sub in and out. But I think they should keep the young buck in there. What y'all think? Let it roll with Damone. Bench bar. Who else we got in here? Roll with Damone. <laughs> Anthony P.O.P. Hold it down. Bar. Yeah. Bar is going to play, somebody said. What I, so the question is, what would you do? Not necessarily what will happen, because I probably think they're likely going to put Anthony Barr back in there because this this team seems to favor their veterans a little bit. The guys they trust. But what would you do? Uh, Miss Sheila said, I'm, roll, I, I'm rolling with Barr. Mark Quinn says, I'm sorry, rolling with Clark, right? Yeah, I'm rolling with Clark. Um, Mark Quinn, Clark, Weebo, Clark. Bar can go back to Minnesota. Now, now, Lamitra. Let's be nice. Let's be nice. We don't have to go there. I mean, you're not wrong, but you didn't have to say it. I mean, good Lord. Professor O says Clark, Timo, Damone. Yeah, this is overwhelmingly Clark. I I hope they decide to keep him in there, man. I just would hate to see him kind of get, what's the word I'm looking for? When they, You know, when a veteran is, uh, taking time away from these young cats like that. Um, I have a brain fart. Y'all know what I'm talking. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Uh, Malcolm said, keep Clark use bar as a player coach mentor. Yeah. Yeah. Clark Kent. Clark showing potential. Yeah. Before we move on to the penalty situation. Jeremy Fowler. Progress stopper. Thank you. We haven't said it in a long time. It's been a while since we said progress stopper. But yes, progress stopper. Thank you. Jeremy Fowler tweeted or reported whatever you want to call it because Twitter is basically reporting nowadays. Tyron Smith, per sources down here in Dallas, his 21-day window will be activated after the Colts game. And that the hope is that he will be ready for week 14 versus the Texans, depending on his progress. So this this doesn't sound like a situation where, yeah, we're going to open up the 21-day window and give him a uh, an extra week, an extra two weeks, depending on his progress. It's all about, I guess, how he looks. But I don't think it's, a, it's, a, it's the same thing as James Washington. James Washington, I think he needs a week or two. Like he he needs a week or two of of really legitimately practicing, getting in the rhythm with this receiving room, this 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 quarterback, this offense. Tyron knows all of this. He he doesn't. I don't think he needs two weeks to get into a rhythm per se. He knows this offense. He knows this quarterback. He knows this cadence, et cetera, et cetera. So it sounds like Coach McCarthy and them boys is like, hey man, soon as he soon as he looks good good enough to go. He's going, and it could be against the Texans, which is the perfect team, I think, to do it. Um, it's a bad team. Get your feet wet. We know Tyron, every time he comes back in his first game, he has a hiccup or two, so get that out the way. And uh, let's get ready because you'll get Jacksonville next, and then you get the big boy against Philly. And they got a pass rush. They got a, they got a defensive front, and you're going to need your best five out there, and I think that involves one Tyron Smith. So this penalty problem... 
for Dallas has been a decade-long thing. Mike, McC- or, uh, Mike McCarthy, Jerry Jones came out in the offseason and talked about the penalty problem. Nothing seems to really have changed. The Cowboys are one of the worst penalized teams in the NFL. You can't, there's nothing you can do about holding calls that may be bad calls. There's nothing you can do about those. But the ones that you can deal with, hands to the face, full start, offsides, personal foul, these type of things you can control. And the Cowboys have four false starts at home on Thursday. At home. I get it. Third game in 12 days, all that stuff. I get it. But you just can't have that. And you definitely can't do it this week. And we'll talk about the, about why in a second. Terrence still spoke about the penalties. He said, quote, we did some cadence work. All just trying to get off on the cadence. We just need to keep doing that and we'll be and we'll get it right. We were put out on the field and coaches were trying to mimic Dak's snap count. Just getting reps there with that. Terrence knows a little something, something about four false starts. He had four false starts in week one. I uh, don't think he's had one since. Well, maybe he did have one on Thursday. I can't remember. But that game was just kind of an atrocious game for Terrence in week one. So that's probably why they asked him about it. But Mike McCarthy, they asked him about the penalties as well. He said penalties and penalty prevention. He always uses some, some very interesting wording. Is something we're spending more time on. I was asked yesterday uh, on Instagram about this penalty situation. And, and I said something along the lines of, I just think this is who they are, man. And it sucks. It really sucks because I don't think you can you can get into the playoffs and average nine, ten penalties a game. That is killer. And that's what they're doing over the last three weeks, Cowboys Nation. Dallas Cowboys are averaging over the last three weeks nine penalties per game that would rank last in the league over the entire year they a little bit better they're not 32nd in the nfl they're 31st in the nfl in penalties they gotta clean this up man um if you go look on the other side of the ball they gotta clean it up this week in my opinion the Colts defense is coming into town and i don't think that you can Put yourself behind the sticks against this defense. This isn't a slouch defense. Not at all. This is a good defense. This is a well-coached defense. This is a, a well-coached a well because this is a disciplined team. Let me just say that. On both sides of the ball. The Colts are fifth in the NFL in flags. Dallas Cowboys 31st. And like I said, told you guys, over the last three games, the Colts are even better in regards to penalties per games, and the Cowboys are worse. You get behind the sticks on this unit with that coach, some of these players, with that secondary, which is pretty solid, you can get in trouble. So they got to clean this up. Cowboys at home can't have four false starts. You just cannot have it. And they know that. Shogun says, we all know why we get so many penalties. No, share it with us, Shogun. Why do we get so many penalties? Now, if you're talking about the other, the subjective holding cause pass interference, uh, legal contacts, things like that. Yeah, well, you know, I don't think that that's going to change. But you can change hands to the face. You can change false starts. You can change offsides. You can change personal fouls, late hits, or or undisciplined action after the fact. You can change those things. 
right? Uh, what causes a team to be so penalty heavy, especially since we are so dominant? I, I don't have an answer for you, man, because this has been this has been for decades in Dallas. Decades. Uh, we got a super chat from Calvin. Call you Roscoe. Roscoe. Appreciate you for the $5 super chat. He says, do you think the Colts defense will attack our left tackle like the Giants did? Kellen made no adjustments. Hold tight, Calvin. I got you. We about to roll right into this coach defense. Perfect, perfect segue, actually. Last time we faced Matt Ryan, we put up 44. Indeed, we did. T-Dub says laziness and discipline. Laziness and discipline. Discipline for sure. Uh, laziness, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think this team works pretty hard. Uh, was it a problem with Parcells? I'm be honest with you. I, I wasn't studying the penalty situation as hard back then. That was 2003 to 2000 and, uh, what, six? 2002, 2006, something like that. Um, and Parcells is a hard-nosed hard head coach. But there is there was a statistic, and I, I can't remember. I think it was on the fan. I think it dated prior to Parcells, where the Cowboys were something like top three or two in the NFL in, in penalties penalty yardage, all that stuff from that time period. Now, that's a long time. That stretches over 20-some years. But that that's why I say I don't come on here and complain about those type of flags. I get it out when it happens. I get pissed. I let y'all talk about it. We'll talk about it. But I don't come on here and, and say, well, we lost because of XYZ penalty. I don't think that type, those type of penalties are going to change Cowboys Nation. I don't. So Shogun, I think that was your name. If you are insinuating the tinfoil hat thing, don't do too much tinfoil hat in regards to, to, to the Cowboys. But that one, yeah, I might be down with you. Might be down with you. L said over aggression and Mike spoke to it. Uh, doesn't want us to lose our mean. Yeah, but but. How was over aggression, you know, with the false starts? Over aggression with offsides. I know specifically twice Dante Fowler went offsides and it caused the Cowboys points. You know? I just those type of things to me are are you can't have them. And and, and that's what separates a disciplined team from a non-disciplined team. I don't get mad at teams that are holding penalty. That, that, that's gonna happen. Passing the fan, it's gonna happen. But the ones you can control are the ones that 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 I uh that tick me off, man. And if they don't get that together against this coach defense, which let's go ahead and segue into that, they'll be put behind the sticks against a really solid unit, Cowboys Nation. It's a really good unit. In fact, I'd I'd argue since Dak has returned, this may be the best unit they will have faced. And I know Kenny Pickett had a good game against him and all that stuff. Y'all know who the defensive coordinator is over there. I have a lot of respect for this guy. Gus Bradley. Former predecessor to Dan Quinn in Seattle, which means Legion of Boom. Now, he ain't got no damn Legion of Boom over there in, in Indianapolis, but he does have a pretty good unit. They're, they're 11th ranked scoring defense, 6th. In total yards, they're the sixth best team on third downs. But if you do convert, if you do matriculate down the field and you get 
into the red zone, that's when they're, uh, where they are a little bit more vulnerable. They rank 22nd in scoring defense in the red zone. Now, I know you see the names like the Forrest Buckner, and you see Yannick Ngakwe, and you're like, oh, man, they got some boys up there. They absolutely do. But I think the strength in their in their defense lies in their secondary. Yannick and DeForest Buckner, or, or we'll get to them in a second, are guys that control that front. But Stephon Gilmore, they got some players, man. Stephon Gilmore, Kenny Moore, uh, Rodney McLeod, Isaiah Rogers. This is, this is a good unit. Now, Kenny Moore is not having the year he, he usually is accustomed to. But he's still renowned as one of the better slot corners in the league. Um, he's actually given up four touchdowns this year, though. No, inter- no interceptions. And he's allowed 121 passer rating when he was targeted. So when he's been targeted. So it's not been a great year for Kenny Moore. But don't let this game, I say it all the time, y'all. Don't let this game be the game he wake up. Right? Stephon Gilmore. We 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 know Stephon Gilmore, right? We know him from the Colts. I'm sorry, from the uh, Patriots. And we know him because he was a guy's name that floated around last year in trade rumors. And the Cowboys were fans at least wanted to get Stephon Gilmore. And I kind of did too. Then in the offseason came, Stephon became a free agent and he signed a two-year, $20 million deal with the Colts. They're getting their money's worth. He, I think he would have been a fantastic number two corner here with the Cowboys. Uh, nobody has scored a touchdown on him yet. Nobody has scored a touchdown on Stephon Gilmore yet this year. Can we change that this week? Let's see. Let's see if the Cowboys can change that this week. But again, when I get to the end here, got to be smart. Isaiah Rogers, a very sneaky good cornerback for the Cow or for the Colts. I don't have him up here as, as key players, but um, he usually is oppo of Stephon Gilmore, number thirty-four. If you actually go look on tape, he hasn't allowed a touchdown this year either in two hundred and one coverage snaps. And I think the entire unit is capped off by a guy that we know very well, veteran safety Rodney McLeod. Um, played with the Eagles for six years, got the Super Bowl ring there. We've had success against McLeod, a success, a success against the Eagles defense during that time period. But McLeod is that veteran guy that I think keeps everything together there. Still a very good, smart safety. And he comes downhill in a hurry. He made a couple good plays against the Steelers that made me say, dang, I forgot McLeod still was in the league doing his thing. Because, you know, it's the Colts. Let's be honest. We're not really following the Colts like that. So... Much like I said this against the Packers, I said this against the Bears, and maybe it's bad luck I keep saying it. Be careful. Be smart. This this is a secondary that, that has some talent back there, that has some quality guys back there. Don't let's not get into this Cowboys Nation. CD Lamb, is it a post? Is it a dig? Is it let's not get into that this week? Okay? This is not a good team. Good defense, not a good team. But the, the way to allow these not good teams to stay in these games is to have miscommunications across the middle of the field, interceptions. Let's let's eliminate that. Let's not even go there. Because I'm not going to lie to you. Cowboys, if they win the game and, and that happens again, when do we start hitting i don't want to use the word panic when do we start getting concerned about that because at some point it's going to become stubbornness at some point it's going to become why why do you keep banging your head against the wall with something that's clearly not working 
And you have alternatives. It's not like you don't have alternatives. You can just not send them there. Now, I'm getting ahead of myself because I've been here. We've been here three of the last four games. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Can't get fooled again. I'm about to make that a shirt with George Bush's face. Don't fool me again. Just don't do it. That's all I'm saying. Some of y'all will say, well, let's just run the ball on him. Well, that's, that should be the Cowboys game plan anyway, right? That That's what this, this offense should start with. It, everything should be, when I say everything, I don't mean literally, but run action should be involved with this Cowboys game plan week in, week out. Now, how you do it, 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 it can differentiate, but that needs to be the Cowboys identity. Not saying it's going to be easy, though, against the Colts. They got a pretty solid front seven. DeForest Buckner is in every way a problem like Arik Armstead is and was for the Cowboys last year. He is going to be a problem. Point blank, period. He's going to make plays. Get ready. He's going to make plays. He's going to frustrate us. Six foot seven, 295 pounds. Been one of the best interior defenders in the league for quite some time. But Aaron Donald's so damn good, you don't really hear about Buck. But Buckner is a problem, man. Um, I remember when he got drafted, actually. You know, the same year as Zeke and the boys, if I'm not mistaken. Either that or, or, or Armstead. One of the two. But when he was with uh, San Fran and they had him and Arik Armstead next to each other. Oh, my goodness. It's ridiculous. Or is it Eric Armstead? My bad. But this this interior offensive line, Connor McGovern, Tyler Biotish, I don't, Zach is going to be Zach. But those two guys are going to have to be on their A game against the Forrest Buckner period. And so will Tyler Smith and Terrence Steele. Quiddy Pay. 2021 draft darling out of Michigan. If you got, you know, we did the draft show a couple years ago. Uh, or last year it was a guy that got brought up. He's having a solid start to his season nine or to his uh, career. Nine sacks in a, a year and a half. Him and Yannick and Gakwe are, are going to be issues to deal with in the pass protection. And the Cowboys right now are still at the bottom of the league in pass block win rate. Tyler Smith just came off of one of his worst games as a pass blocker since he's with the Cowboys. It doesn't get easier. In fact, I think it gets tougher. And Gakwe um, leads their team with eight and a half sacks. He's got a sack six straight games. Y'all remember him, right? Last year, he gave Tyron Smith a lot of problems in Tyron's first game back from injury. I think he's going to give, I think he's going to give Tyler some problems. Now, where you can get at in Gakwe, because he's not, a big dude, and he's not really good against the run, is running right at his ass. Run. If That's one thing I am confident about Tyler Smith on Yannick in this game is that I think he'll maul the hell out of him. I don't think he's going to want nothing to do with him down in, down out when it comes to running the ball. But if you get behind the sticks, if you have penalties, false starts, holdings, whatever, and now you're in second and 15, and you're in third and 12, or third and nine, that's when he can pin his ear back his ears back and get at Tyler Smith or Terrence Steele. Like I not like Terrence. That's my cousin, but you know, he, he's still, I think he's a solid pass blocker. I think he's an elite run blocker. I think he's still growing as a pass blocker, but I still think he's one of the better right tackles in the league. 
not gonna be great at everything if you are you you're the one of the best period so keep an eye out on yannick behind those guys is is, is a very interesting unit because they kind of remind me of a Dan Quinn style, well, former Dan Quinn. Now it's interesting because he's going back to the bigger, longer guys. Interesting. But the Atlanta days, Dan Quinn, where we like those quicker, faster dudes at linebacker. A lot of those dudes are quick and they fly to the ball. EJ Speed, talk about a name for a linebacker. EJ Speed, Zaire Franklin, who's filling in for uh, all pro linebacker, formerly known as Darius Leonard, is Shaquille Leonard. And Bobby, I'm going to try to say this, Okeruke, Bobby Okeruke, I think I got that. Those three, those three guys are pretty solid, man, uh, and they're, they're helping control teams on the ground. On the year, running backs are averaging 24 carries per game, so teams are running on the Colts, but they're, they're not running successfully overall they're only averaging 3.8 yards per carry but oh in that Steelers game even with Najee Harris going out they ran for 131 yards 29 carries and they had two touchdowns in that game and I believe over four and a half yards per carry so prior to that they hadn't given up over 100 yards in four straight games but the Steelers won on the road and did that Dallas should be able to do something similar at home with a better running game, a better run blocking unit, um, a quarterback and weapons that should put a little bit more fear in the Colts defense. So I really, I understand. Look, and I respect. I understand and I respect the Colts defense. But there shouldn't be a reason why the Dallas Cowboys offense or run game shouldn't get going. Run action shouldn't get going. And I think it's going to come down in this game with the Cowboys offense against that Colts defense. It's going to come down to Kellen Moore and Dak Prescott, making sure they stay on track with what works, making sure that there is a purposeful game plan. I don't think you can come into this game plan, or I'm sorry, into this game and just kind of wing it. And I say that because um, I was listening to Brian, who was talking about the Cowboys, you know, having a short week uh, against the Giants, and there really wasn't much practice. There really wasn't much game planning. And I think you can see that. I think you, you kind of saw that in the first half of the Giants game. It kind of just felt like, hey, what is our purpose here? And then it got going in the second half when they went back to a more purposeful offensive rhythm. Um, so I, I don't want them to wing it against this team. Gus Bradley's good. They got a good front seven. They got a good secondary. Can't come out and have you know multiple interceptions. Can't come out and have a ton of uh, penalties. I get it that their offense is not good, but that's the easiest way to keep a bad team in a game, give them confidence. The fighting Saturdays can start feeling themselves and, and trick play can happen. And next thing you know, it's 13-7 at halftime. Right? So let's not do that, Cowboys Nation. Uh, let's see. Somebody brought up Leonard. Is, is, is uh, Shaquille Leonard supposed to be playing this week? Is he supposed to be playing? Band says, it sounds like it's a Tampa game, so we have to be committed to the run game. Don't be scared if it's not an eight-yard run every attempt. Uh, I agree 100% with the latter, and maybe that's a part of that growth uh, that Kellen was talking about. You know, We only got one game of this, 
where the running game wasn't great, but he kept running. And then we the other game we got is when the running game was really great and he didn't do it, it was against Green Bay. And they're one and one in those games. So it's always a thing, right? Like we just don't know what team we're going to get offensively in regards to a, a game plan or, or balanced approach from week to week. That's that's the trust factor. Their trust issue that we have with this offense, with this coordinator. Um, but to his credit, he's been more balanced this year than not. Uh, Austin, that's interesting. I wonder if those stats are a little skewed. Stats always are skewed a bit because Indy plays so much from behind that we know the other team is going to burn clock and rush more. Uh, okay, burn clock and rush more. Uh, defensive plays when you know they're rushing. Which stats would be because because if you're if 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 they're behind and teams are running more, you would think they'd have more success, right? They're not. Now, except for the Steelers, but uh, teams aren't overall having much success when you're averaging less than three less than four yards per carry that's a successful uh day for the defense in my opinion so uh, what stats are you referring to <laughs> uh will says so those stats are going to make Kellen want to throw 50 times this ain't the game to do that in my opinion man i i know you're you're being funny but i don't i don't think we need to be dropping back here 38 40 times i don't even think you need to drop back here 35 times or you should because Buckner pay um, uh, Yannick they can get after the quarterback a bit man and the secondary is not a it's not a bum secondary in fact I think they're top 15 or so in most of their passing categories now that you could argue well is it because teams are running etc but again they're an interesting team teams are running but they're not running well teams are throwing they ain't all that great throwing it either this is a solid group, a really, really solid group, which is why I think it's going to you're going to have to have a purposeful game plan. Find what works and make them make them make you stop doing it. Don't you stop doing it on your own. Uh, is this a Zeke or Tony game? Both. If they are both healthy, both of them should be given a rock. That's you know I'm not going I'm not going to remove myself from that stance you know I feel about that I I I 100 believe you need both of these dudes because they complement each other so well uh, but if we ever get to a point again where Tony Pollard's only touching the ball seven eight times now we got a problem that's not getting both of those dudes involved man will this be a good time to start Peters at tackle I'm ready to see it man. And especially, right, if if we're going to get, let's play that game, right? If you're going to get Tyron Smith back for the Texans, why not? Why not give it a go? Why not give it a, give him a, a a shot at left guard as we get going? Now I get it. DeForest Buckner is a, is a tall task to deal with, literally. But ain't like he's gonna play bums in the playoffs. It ain't like he's gonna play bums later down the line. You're gonna run up against the Eagles again. You're gonna run up against. Uh, uh, Washington football people you're going to run up against Justin Simmons so you can't hide him from good players so yeah I, I think this would be a great time to get that started Amy? great time you're asking some great questions so before we do that I'm going to get back to these really really good questions man uh, and I'm going to say these questions are presented by the fan focus 
Focus on Your Health segment. Presented by Boston Scientific. In the U.S., more than 39 million men suffer from ED. Boston Scientific created edcure.org to help you find your best cure. To get started, go to edcure.org, take the quiz, learn your severity or risk. And if you do have a condition that puts you at a higher risk, you'll find customized content. Best way to find a cure is to contact an ED specialist by browsing a list of experienced physicians in your area. Visit edcure.org, brought to you by Boston Scientific Cowboys Nation. You're listening to A to Z Sports. Do it live! At some point, hoping to broadcast in front of the millions of Cowboys fans to bring you the real. But for now, strap up and here's your host, Skywalker Steel. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. We'll do it live. Guy from Dubai. My man Sean Moyer said, Every day, where'd you go? Where'd you go? Every day that goes by increases my regret over Amari. It's an interesting take. Cowboys sitting at eight and three. I don't think there's regret. No regrets. I don't think there's regret, but, but yeah, it's. it's Maybe an off-season I'll revisit it, but yeah, that, that sucked. Flat out, that sucked. Let's get back to some of these questions, man. Y'all, y'all are asking some really good questions here. Uh, L said, over-under on our first few offensive plays being pass play. What's the number? Are you, you want me to give you a number? Our first few plays. Got to be a little bit more specific. We're talking about uh, first 15. I say first 15, you know, that's the standard opening for, for teams, right? First 15 is usually about your first two series. I say it's going to be about even. I know it sounds crazy. Do I have confidence in the playoffs or, or in heated moments that will, you know, will do the right thing? I don't know about that just yet. That That's kind of got to grow on me a bit. But I do have confidence that there will be some semblance of balance to be to start these games. Right. Some semblance of balance. Uh, Marcus, very good point. Giants bottled up TP and Zeke eight. Continue to use both backs. You just never know when one guy gets stifled. You know what I hate about how they use TP, and and, and for him, I'd be annoyed because it, it it will reflect my numbers when it comes to contract negotiations. They'll run TP on a reverse whatever, right? And he'll lose like eight yards. And that'll take his yards per carry down. And you'd be like, well, dang, TP ain't do nothing. And and he probably didn't have a great game in general in that specific game. But why are y'all running this man on a reverse like this as if he can't do regular running back? I digress, though. But I, that'd, that'd be annoying if I was TP. I'd be annoying. I have Austin. Uh, we brought this up a while ago. Oh, come on, Toxic. We brought this up a while ago, Austin Myler. He said, have y'all looked at the 2023 wide receiver free agent list? It's so bad. That has to factor in the OBJ uh, equation. 
Um, I don't think it does to that team, Austin. To this friend, this organization. Here's why. Dallas is never spending big money in free agency anyway. Even if there was a Tyreek Hill out there, even if there was a Devontae Adams, they were never going to be spending money like that, right? So if they wanted to attack the wide receiver position, they would do it in a draft. As a fan, though, I feel you because we had brought that up. I made a list a while ago um, about the 2023 free agents, and it's it's not a pretty, a pretty class. Trips. We know what the 49ers do, and they do it well. And Dallas' biggest problem isn't Dak. It's Kellen, a coach. <laughs> Kellen Moore and his crayons. Oh, y'all, y'all getting on Kellen again? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think that that are, the Cowboys' biggest problem is Dak. That's a that's a four letter network thing. Speaking of which, I, I hate I had to do it to to Shady. I, I didn't want to bring him up. I know y'all about to kill him now. But two days ago, he said stats didn't matter. And then yesterday, he said stats mattered. So I went on Twitter, and I'm like, bro, what are we doing? But but we don't do that here. We we, we don't talk about the networks. I don't. I could easily make content. Oh, man, I, I, I could have so much fun with that type of content. But I, I made this channel to not even acknowledge the BS that way. So I'm, I'm already kind of, I got a bad taste in my mouth just talking about it because we don't we do not do that here right uh i literally got into doing this to combat the bs on those networks so i won't go that far but man y'all just continue to make our job easier though i'm i, I mean that's just the truth that's just the truth aslan says if james washington plays and has a solid game how do you think he will impact this team moving forward i don't think he'll be playing this week. I'll be shocked, honestly. If James Washington plays and has a solid game, boy, I'd be happy as hell because I was one of the guys saying, I think James Washington is going to be good for the team. I don't think he's going to be crazy, but I think he could have a, uh, what did I say, Randall Cobb type of impact in the slot. But I just don't see that happening anymore. I think it's too late. You know, I think he needed to be in camp he needed to, to to have games i don't know how that happens but if if he does play and has a solid game how do you think he will impact this team going forward i would say he would either be the slot guy which that's how i would use him or the number three but he'll play outside when they move cd lamb in the slot which i don't like i don't want them to do that because every time i move cd lamb in that slot I like to do this seam stuff. And y'all know how I feel about that right now. There's, there's, there's no need. There's just no need to do it. He is who he is, T-Dub. 100%. He, man, A-A-Ron, he might be. He might be because he's following the path that gets you that type of notoriety the problem is even other guys and i've said this to you guys dan orblowski i've said this dan ain't dumb dan is really smart i actually can break down the game really well i enjoy watching him do that it's when he tries to interject and follow that that path that gets you that gets you to that stardom on those networks 
And it worked for him for a year and a half until he had no choice to say, damn, man. I was wrong. Bruck and ball. He don't even acknowledge Wentz anymore. And now he's tolerable because he's not trying to force this BS on people. I don't think Shady's any good. <laughs> I don't think he's good. But but I think they'll keep him there because he's going to bring heat. It's like wrestling. We call it WWE, man. He brings the heat. He's the villain. I, I don't mean to be recency biased, toxic, but I think it's him. I think he's the worst. Uh, just do. A lot of those other dudes who, and I'm not saying that because the Cowboys think, but a lot of those other dudes, sometimes they, they say they sound intelligent. They say some good things, some smart things, even amongst their bad takes. I don't hear that from him. Indeed, he's better than Washington. Absolutely. Daniel, your chat shouldn't be frozen. Uh, I have everyone up here, Daniel. Um, I'm just kind of behind here. But your chat shouldn't be frozen. Uh, Austin said, where is Tobert? Tobert's playing. Tobert's active, doing special teams things. Uh, he gets a few snaps on the offense, but he's not he's not really involved. And if they do get an, an Odell Beckham, who, by the way, is, is starting his tour day free agency today. Uh, he's going to New York. I don't think they have a chance. Then he goes to Buffalo. I wonder why Dallas decided to say, yeah, we're just going to wait till Monday and let Buffalo get the first one. Here's why I'm a little nervous about the, but when I say nervous, I mean, you don't get Odell. You just don't get Odell. But if you want to get Odell, why you should be nervous about Buffalo. Von Miller's really good recruiter. Number one, number two, they just cleared some cap space today or yesterday or whenever just, on a Thursday, the day before Odell comes, they cleared cap space. I just find that interesting. They don't want him to leave that building. Best way to do it is they're cap strapped right now. They don't got a lot of cap. Well, let me clear some. And, and if we get to a point where they, you know, they like each other, everything's going well. Well, shit, let's get this done. We got the money. What you want to do? Here the contract. The cowboy fan in me, the way I've been trained over the last 15 years, I don't see this happening, right? Like, I'm not even going to get my hopes up for that to happen. Uh, so Buffalo might be it. Oh, Jermaine, I know he from PA. <laughs> Here's why I always say I hate to get on him like this. Me and Shady are childhood friends. It, it really breaks my heart to see him look like he's looking on on camera. Because it's like, bruh, what, what are you doing? You're making us look bad out here at, in 717 in Harrisburg. Oh, I love Dave's reaction, Manny. I, in fact, I texted Dave yesterday and said, Dave, I absolutely think your reactions are spot on. Don't go too overboard because I, I, I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do it. Y'all know me, brother, brother. I'd have hit him with so many brothers, and then it would have turned into copper and platinum, and I'd have just, I couldn't do it. That's why I sound like I could be on them TVs, man. I'm joking. I calm down. I will. Um, That's your, it ain't going to get canceled, man. Calvin Roscoe, appreciate you for the donation. Super chat. He says, is, is, uh, is signing Odell Beckham 
too is signing Odell Beckham Jr. too much money for the wide receiver position? Oh, uh, I think in years past you could argue that, but guess what, man? I, I think the wide receiver position it's always been part of the money five, but I think it's starting to creep up that ladder. It may have been five. You know, when I say money five, we're talking quarterbacks, uh, pass rushers, left tackles, wide receivers, and corners. I think wide receiver is creeping up, and the league is telling you that. That's why I think it's, it's funny when they be like, oh, well, so-and-so should be able to do it without weapons. Bro, they are spending tons of money on these weapons to help out these quarterbacks. Wide receivers absolutely matter, man. Uh, so I feel you because you got Lamb who's going to need a contract. You just paid money to Gallup. But that is a position that, hey, man, if you got three ballers like that and you're paying them, you just happen to be paying them. But it's just something to think about because obviously if you're paying three guys in that at that rate, you're going to be ailing somewhere else. But here's my thing. You don't need to pay C.D. Lamb yet. They probably will, though. They probably will. Toxic said he can't talk ish on Shady uh, either. He's from where I'm from. You want the McDevitt? I thought you want the lower dolphin or something like that. Yeah, Shady went to McDevitt. Uh, best back since Ricky. Best back since Ricky. He's the best back, period, out of McDevitt. And that's salute to Ricky Waters, who probably should be in the Hall of Fame. But... I'm sorry. Shady's the best best running back to come out of McDevitt ever. The things I watched Shady do at McDevitt didn't make any damn sense. None. Oh, you didn't go to McDevitt. Okay. And honestly, until Micah came, you could argue Shady was one of the best athletes or if not the best or most successful I think Mike is, is coming for that title, though. He got he to gotta go a decade in, but he's coming for that title. Uh, let's get to uh, 205 real quick. Calling in the Pulse of the Nation hotline presented by the Cochran Firm. I will be there tomorrow. Make sure y'all tune into that. If you need any help, though, from a legal standpoint, hit them up at 1-800-THE-FIRM. Or you can go on their website at CochranTexas.com. 205, what's goody? What's happening with the sky? Landlord from Alabama. What's good, man? <laughs> What's happening with you, man? You been good, MIA, man. ain't you, man? I've been looking for the show. I said, man, what's going on? I was on Facebook, <laughs> man. They, you know, YouTube got me uh, on, on the game oh, day. Uh, yeah, when we played, who did we play a couple weeks ago? I, I don't know who it was, but the uh, when we were doing our pregame show, the Eagles game was on. And some of the audio came through our pregame show, and the NFL and YouTube didn't like that, so they suspended us on YouTube for a week, man. So we was on Facebook for that. Ah, for they, few days. Yeah. they some haters. Man. Yeah, they got hating on the hating on the kids. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, I just wanted to pop in and holler at you, man. I, I really just tuned in. You was just talking about the Colts and the Cowboys. Yes, sir. Yep, we just went over the Colts' defense uh, against the Cowboys' offense. Okay, I was saying somehow a, a matchup I'm looking for. I'm kind of, I'm kind of slightly concerned. Uh, that that wide receiver Pierce from Cincinnati. I kind of liked him coming out. I know he ain't made no big impact, but he's a big wide receiver. He yep. he's physical. He can he can um high point the football very well. 
And um, you know he's gonna be going up against AB. <laughs> well, well so. or or they might put uh, Pittman over there, right? We we talked about that yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Like Pittman and, and Pierce are two big body receivers that will give AB trouble, and they got a little something something to him downfield because you could just throw it up. Teams are just throwing it up on AB. This is why I would put him in a slot, man. I would just say, listen, they found a mouse in the house. They found a situation. And I know you can combat and say, well, if AB is only going to give up one big play a game like that, I can live with it. But it can True. it can cost you. Look what happened in Green Bay. That one big play literally cost you the game. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. And like you said, I just I just don't know about him playing the ball. And I think he get a little too nervous because <laughs> he he be having decent coverage. Then when the ball get in the L, it's just like he just forget every technique he ever had. You know what I'm saying? I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. Yeah, he has it's just but, uh, he has no great he has no great ball skills uh, downfield this year. It's just been bad. Yeah, I, I really I am kind of sort of concerned because like Matt Ryan ain't nobody to uh, be afraid of. But true enough, as as we seen last week. That was a YOLO ball by uh Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. That wasn't no it wasn't nothing precise about that ball, Scott. Nah. He just he, threw he, it up. Bro said you know? Bro said, Hey, Slayton down there on A B somewhere, and it wasn't no safety over top. So it's like, I'm gonna just throw it up yeah. and let and let Darius Slayton do the rest. And he played the ball terrible, man. Like I try not to be hard on A B because he didn't shut me up for a minute though. Cause you remember everybody wanted his throat for a while. And then he started playing pretty solid for for an even longer time, and then now it looks like he's kind of falling back to reality. So, you know, what I'm saying I'm I'm, I'm gonna yeah. give him a a week or so. He was, you know, he did he did give oh, up that one play, but after that, I ain't see too much more after that. Oh, landlord, he is what he is this year. See, the difference is last year there wasn't much you really could. He was playing really good, consistent ball, like he was a consistently yeah. good player. This year, that's not been the case. I think he's been up and down and probably more down than up. So I think it's fair to criticize him. Uh, I think it's fair to look for an alternative. Um, so, and I think we're at week 12. I think he is what he is. I think he's going to be what he's going is to be he, this year. Is that alternative in the building, though? It, it might not be. Like, but this is what I said on Twitter. Yeah, because <laughs> this is what I said. Listen, listen, listen. That pie will change your mind. Sometimes you might just have to send a message. Sit his ass on the bench and say, "Listen, bro, this can't keep happening." All right, so let me sit you down for a little bit here and uh, and then see if somebody else can mess it up. But in all honesty, though, and all jokes aside, I think Deron Bland could be pretty good on the outside, man. I think he has better ball. I skills. was just about to say that was going to be my next question. Do yeah. you think Bland a little better on the outside and AB ship over to the inside yeah. to the flat? I want to see it. I, I, this is what I said about Jabril Cox. This is what I said about Deron Bland. This is what I said about Kelvin Joseph. And we're, we've seen it a little bit with Kelvin. I want to see them F up. If, if, if everyone that doesn't believe in these guys, then show me. Get, allow them to make the mistake. Allow them to then come back from that and get better from it or show that, hey, I'm not going to get better from it. Let's see it. Because guess what? We're already seeing those mistakes with the dude that's in there. So I'm all for seeing yeah. it. I feel you on that. But like, I, the couple of plays that we seen KJ give up and uh, Bland give up, it was situations where we got caught in like man coverage with like single high, and there wasn't nobody to help him. Like yeah. I think that's yeah. probably it's probably just as much a scheme fault as it was for them. 
You know what I'm saying? Because they, they young green green bean players that, sure. that just badly getting reps. And you just leaving them on the island. Well, in you know regard in regards to Bland, his have come in the slot too, right? Like the slot is hard, man. Like maybe, maybe, yeah. I, maybe I didn't give uh, Jordan Lewis enough credit. You know, I was kind of back and forth on J. Lou over the years. I was trying to defend him a little bit. Then I was like, all right, let's see what. But but J. Lou really had a tough assignment, man. We play a lot of man, so he was just chasing dudes around, and um, I think he did it at a solid rate. But. And think, a whole lot of space, too, in that A whole line. lot of space, right? But I think if you put Bland on the outside, yeah. he has that physicality, that speed, and that awareness, that ball winner, that I think he could use the sideline to help him. Um, and, and I, man, I just would like to see it. I already heard the defensive back coach say that, you know, he could do both. So put him out there, man. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I think Bland trusts his technique. I think I think he trusts his speed. I don't think he panicked when the ball in the L. I like I like a lot of stuff I see. That's rare from for a rookie. Yeah. in my opinion. You know it, what I'm saying? It, what makes me nervous, landlord, in regards to not Bland because Bland is your starting slot, so he's staying in the slot. What makes me nervous about Kelvin and about Nation right because that's starting to look like a wasted third round pick. Is that? Man, and, I and just he, called Nation yeah. a bust the other day. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, nah, it's starting to look like one. <laughs> Um, what sucks about it though is that Anthony Brown is not doing anything to stop them dudes from taking his spot, but they they seem to not be able to do it. Whether that be because the so film room, whether it, that be practice, yeah. whether that be the rep, the minimal reps they're getting, they haven't been able to take that leap. That's a bit concerning. I know I'm about to put my sin for hat on, but do you think it's some politics involved? Because uh. <laughs> Cause AB is one of their guys now. But but no, but no, one of their guys. He's not. He's not though. Cause Dan Quinn didn't draft AB. <laughs> Dan Quinn didn't pay AB. Dan Quinn got here and, true, and AB was here and he actually made AB better last year. And we, I watched Dan Quinn bench Jordan Lewis last year to give Kelvin Joseph a shot. He played about three straight games in a row. So I, yeah. I, I'm wondering if it's the film room. I, I'm wondering if it's. Uh, practice and when and the reason why I bring up the film room because one of the things that came out about Kelvin Joseph is that he was still learning how to 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 study film and Dan Quinn even flat out came out and said it we are working on him in the film room in his rookie year he yeah. came out and said that uh I don't know about Nation they just don't even bring him up he he's just a special team dude but uh and one more question before I go Scott I don't want to hold your phone too long no nah, this, this is good stuff man what you think what you think you gonna get from um, James Washington? Do you think he'll be better than Noah Brown today? I'm gonna have to say no, right? Because I'm at, the second question. That's I'm crazy. Have, I'm have no. That's it, crazy. It is crazy because I. It's crazy. <laughs> and you know what, landlord? I'm gonna say no right now. But if if this had been August and he had not got hurt, I do think that he could have been a legitimate slot weapon, a legitimate one. But how can I feel? How can yeah. I have confidence December first with a dude who ain't practiced with the Cowboys yet, ain't played in the game, a preseason game? Nah, man. They they, they got a role for Noah he Brown. He was looking mad clanky. Yeah, he, he was look, looking mad clanky in the preseason. He looked like a box. <laughs> he looked like James Washington should have been playing in 1993 with the other James Washington on the Cowboys. Looked like he had the big shoulder pads on yeah. his <laughs> Kept falling. He did kept falling and getting hurt. Ain't nobody touch you, fam. But yeah, man, it's uh James Washington to me is just an, an added bonus if he gives you anything, and I'd be happy as hell if he does, and and, and hopefully.
because I was I was saying landlord that he could have had a potential Randall Cobb type of impact from a slot 700 800 yards give you three four touchdowns and boom you're good you got him for a year let's and let's move on but I don't I don't look at that no you know more. what he kind of puts you in the mind of what I seen Who that? he kind of reminds you like a short Michael Gallup that's what I seen on film he well, was high point the ball, physical. Yeah. And yeah, well, if you're talking about you know, prior he's not to no injury. Burner. Yeah, you're talking about when yeah, he was in Pittsburgh. Injury. Before yeah. injury. Yeah. yeah, he'd go up and get it, strong hands, a physical player. Yeah. I don't think he was as fluid as Michael, though. I think I think Michael got a little bit more smoothness to his game. Uh, James a bit more yeah, rugged. Yeah, he's definitely going to be a cheaper version. He's definitely mm. a cheaper version. But, but like, his skill set as far as, like, um, high point in the football and stuff mm. like that. It, it, he kind of gave me some Gallup vibes, though. Yeah, yeah, he definitely can go up and get that thing. He did it at, at uh, Oklahoma State, man. When you win that award, you win. You ain't no slouch, man. It just he yeah, got the Pittsburgh yeah. was good in the second year, then got washed out because Pittsburgh be drafting dogs at, at receiver. They draft receivers, man. <laughs> God, I was begging for pickets. I was uh. begging for pickets. If we would have got, man, I, I swear, bro, in the draft process, I was like, man, I like George Pickens. I might have to go pull that back on. Like, bro, if we would have got, if we would have drafted Pickens, we wouldn't have no wide receiver problem right now. Him and Dak would have went crazy, Scott. Man, I, I, he would have went crazy in this offense. Go watch like the draft this show. offense in particular. <laughs> go watch the draft show. I'm sitting here with Mauricio. I'm saying, like, bro, James Pickens is still there, Mo. Pickens is still here, And then here, everybody talking about the character concerns. I'm I'm yeah. saying, like, man, screw dice. all that, man. Draft the kid by his talent. You know what I'm saying? This Just is, take a chance on the talent. This is Dallas. Them dude ain't scared of no character. They drafted Kelvin Joseph. What are we talking about here? They just, <laughs> <laughs> they just up, drafted him. Uh, hey, man, good stuff, landlord. It was nice to hear from you, bro. Already, man. Y'all hold it down. Shout out to the Bomb Squad. Yes, sir. Landlord from everywhere in the building. <laughs> make sure, <laughs> make sure y'all check out. I'm pretty sure he's gonna be live later today or dropping some film or something like that. Check him out on YouTube, man. Landlord from Alabama. Already, man. Yeah, they ain't scared of no character concerns. George Pickens look like a beast over there. Uh, does Gallup's lack of separation concern me? Ask Manny. Nah, because he's always been that guy. He's always been a guy that's not getting open through his route running prowess. He's a he's a big body guy. He's a box you out, jump over you type of receiver. So it doesn't. And Dak knows that. That's Dak understands that. That's why you see on one of those third downs, receiver is draped on Michael Gallup. Dak can't throw it on his number, so he says, "I right, I know Michael will get this." Boom, snap, first down. Another third down, corner receiver. Corner is draped on Michael Gallup. All right, I can't throw a dart to Michael Gallup on this comeback. Cornerback, come knock it down. I make Michael Gallup jump and box him out. First down. They have a chemistry. It's just not big play chemistry this year. It used to be. Mike used to just go deep, Dak could throw it, and they used to use him that way. They're not really using him like that right now. That's good stuff. Good stuff. And I, and it would be a question I would love to ask Dan Quinn. Like, where are you at with Kelvin Joseph and Nation Wright? I think we know with Nation. Hell, and Deron Bland in regards to playing outside. But Deron's just starting slot. They're not moving him. 
But I just wonder, man. I just wonder if they don't have the confidence in Kelvin Jones. Because listen, they're Anthony Brown's not like killing it this year. Dan Quinn said, I want to see what Kelvin Joseph has last year and gave him like three or four games. And I thought in those games, you saw some ability. You saw some promise, some some really good promise. This year, I think I don't think he looks as good as he did last year in his minimal reps, but those are minimal reps, right? Like give him more, give him a little bit more to see if he can 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 learn from some of those things. But I don't think you can put on a tape and say he's been better this year than last year. Um, and maybe that's why they don't trust him. Maybe, like I said, film room, maybe it's, it's practice, but it's a question I would love for. And maybe I should reach out to my my person down there. And see if they ask that question. What, what, are you, what are your thoughts on getting Kelvin Joseph involved more? Hmm? Something to it, man. If he ain't out there, I think it's a reason. Because Anthony Brown has not done a, a, a lot to say I can't be replaced. Y'all know I always believe he's a replacement level player anyway. And now he's playing like that or below it. Last year he was playing above that. So we got that. Good stuff today from y'all. Uh, let me make sure I did not miss y'all super chats. I don't think I did. I think we're good to go. I'll get in on a few of these end of the show comments. Let me see. I missed two. Shout out to John Jones. Appreciate you just donating to the super chat to the brand. Appreciate you, John Jones. And we don't wife. Dumb 304. Shout Super out to you, chat. Chris. Thank you very much. He says, Dak, since returning, has completed 74% of his passes while throwing at 8.62 yards per attempt. <laughs> I need James Slater, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Dak is dealing. Dak is dealing. You know, and maybe, maybe I'll... I mean, I'm 10 toes down on it now, but maybe I'll, I'll put together something later at the end of the season. Um, going into the postseason, <clears throat> excuse me, but I think he's better now than he was last year to start the season. I truly, truly do. I truly do. Just got to get that middle of the field situation with um, CD Lamb corrected. Nah, Manny, that's not happening. Uh, he said, "Do we? Do I think that?" Uh, he said, "Thinking outside the box. Do I think that we'll ever give Diggs some snaps at wide receiver? Nah. No, Surry Bobski." Because you're not that bad. You're not down that bad at wide receiver. You got some guys. All right. Tomorrow's Friday. I will be. I keep wanting to say downtown. It's not downtown. It's, it's a different word for where they're at. I'm new to Texas. My bad. But I will be at the Cochran Firm live. Um, should be a good show tomorrow. We'll break down our keys to the games or X factors. You know, I decide on Thursday which one I want to do there. Um, and we'll do that. And you guys can obviously call in tomorrow. And we can we can wrap down there. We'll be talking to the guys down at the Cocker Firm. One of them is a Cowboy fan. So, you know, we'll have him on and we'll talk some Cowboys together. In fact, he'll actually be on camera this time, not on the phone. He'll be in front of the camera. So we'll be talking uh, about that stuff. Before y'all go, though, please do me a favor. Hit that like button if you enjoy the content. If you just strolled in here and you're like, man, why can't I get in on this 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 quality chat group in here, man? 
because you got to be a subscriber, man. Got to be a subscriber. And let me get to Authentic's question before I leave. Shout out to Authentic and the Beard. Fantastic show that they do over there on YouTube. That's where I get my cheat codes at sometimes for some of these NFC games and these NFC teams. And run over there and listen to what they saying because they keep an eye on all four. Authentic said, what's your thoughts on all four NFC East teams getting to the playoffs? I ain't going to lie, I hate y'all. I, I, <laughs> I hate all of y'all. I don't want none of y'all to get in. But how dope would that be? They call this division the least, and it's terrible, and they, they diminish the wins against it. And it's by far the best division in the NFL this year. It was supposed to be the AFC West. Chargers did all of this. Their darling quarterback. Denver went out and got Russ. The Vegas Raiders went out and got uh, Adams. Look at the quarterback row over there. Tyler Heineke, Heine Heine Ho, and Danny Nichols. Seven and four, seven and four. I'm just saying. I think it'd be dope authentic if all four teams get in. But it'd also be amazing if y'all just bomb the rest of the year and go 7-10. and 10. And, and the Washington football people bomb the rest of the year and go 7-10. and 10. Oh, I'd love that. More than all of us getting in. I'm sorry. That's just my, my cowboy. I, 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 can't, I just can't talk too well about y'all forever. I can't do it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but back to <laughs> hit that like button, man, on the way out. Later on today, Mauricio will be back on last show of the week uh, for A to Z Sports Primetime. And then Vash Lombardi and I will be doing our last show of the week on the volume. About 3.06-ish. 3-ish Mafia. Shout out to y'all. They got merch over there now. I don't know if they got the... the vo- oh, they do have the volume 3.06 over there. They do. So y'all can actually get some of the volume 306 merch on that side of the fence. Um, I'll be back tomorrow morning. Y'all know where to find me later today. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have been the absolute best as you always are. If I don't hit this button, I'll be here forever. I fought through this thing today. We got through it. TC said he wants everybody because we own them in the division. I don't want them in there. They can all tank the rest of the season for all I care, man. <laughs> y'all make sure y'all check out Authentic later too, man. Appreciate y'all. Be out here. Peace.